Hey, what's up, podcast? Jason here. Uh, welcome to Kick It, Kicking It with Jason, episode number five. This next episode is actually where I'm guest. I'm a guest on a podcast of my friend Adam, who is in uh, Europe. He's in England, and uh, I was a guest on his show. We did this about a, a few days ago, and we had a, some great conversations about growth and karate talked some cool conversations about the sport of football what we call soccer here in america and we had um some cool talks about just uh leadership and um posting content building brand awareness things like that so i think you'll get a lot out of this podcast i hope you enjoy it definitely leave any feedback that you have um share it and um follow adam um on his instagram as well you can find that information at my instagram because i'm definitely gonna reshare this so um my instagram is at jason wttw and um adam if you're listening to this thank you for ha- for having me on the podcast and you guys enjoy this recording Hi, Jason. How are you doing? I'm good. Adam, what's up? Oh, good, good. Yeah, I'm good, man. Can you hear me? Um, yeah, I can hear you. Oh, sweet. Can, how, how, how my, how's my sound coming through? Yeah, yours is fine. It was perfect. Okay. All right, cool. I'm, I'm just uh, using the, the microphone off my phone. I need to invest in a proper microphone, really. Yeah. But uh, come yeah. But um, no, I appreciate you coming on the uh, podcast. Uh, really means a lot. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. No worries at all. I'm excited to be on here. I, I appreciate you inviting me, by the way, too. No, no, no. It's great. It's great. I appreciate you coming on. But so, like, I saw on your Instagram page that like, you do some really amazing clips and videos and you post some great content of um so like personal training is it and coaching yep personal training kickboxing nice what what kind of got you into that yeah um so to bring you back i uh started karate when i was eight years old that was about 20 years ago um me and my brother, we always wanted to be Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, my mom, she, my mom and dad, she got us, they got, they got us involved in karate, and then um, grew up just training, always getting trained by a coach, um, constantly working out, competing, having the drive to win, to to travel, to just always get better, and um, I mean over time. I, I myself began teaching classes, um, working with teammates, and then it just naturally, just training people now and being a kickboxer trainer now just naturally came because of the years of of doing martial arts myself. So it was um, it was just a natural move. I'm good at it. It's a natural talent, I, I believe. And um, yeah, I I I grew a, a big love for it. 
after all this time. No, that's great. And I think, like, you know, you, you should do what comes naturally to you, shouldn't you, as a person, um, and do what you love. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And if, and if you can, like, create an impact and help other people along the way and mentor and guide people within that kind of work, it's pretty, pretty uh, a rewarding feeling, I suppose. Like Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I used to do uh, like kickboxing when I think I was like 14, 15. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I never kind of took it further like in competitions or anything like that. Yeah. I used to do it like a couple of times a week. Um, but I think family members didn't want me to actually go into fighting and boxing and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, it's awesome. How old are you now, Adam? Um, 25, 25. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. So that was a, a few years ago. But that's cool, man. But, I mean, there's a lot There's a lot of um, benefits from, you know, exercise and personal, you know, uh, f- from martial arts and kickboxing and training. I mean, I think it's something that people should do. You know, everyone at some point should do it. Yeah, a lot of elements to it, right? So you got you got the fitness aspect of martial arts, and then you got the self defense aspect of it. And yeah, I totally agree that everybody should learn at least the basics of self defense. Um, some basic jujitsu, some basic um, stand up boxing. Um, you know, learning how to defend people while you're on your feet and learning how to defend people when you're not on your feet just because it's it's going to give you peace of mind to be safe wherever you go if something was to happen you get attacked mm. um, especially women I think all women should be in some kind of um, defense a defense class especially in they should learn every basic technique that way they're safe and they're prepared for any moment um, you know especially all the things that happen um, around the world of women being attacked and sexually assaulted, things like that. It's, it's important. Um, and then you have the fitness side and the fitness side is, it's super fun. Um, because you can, you can take it to a physical, a physical side of martial arts where you're working on physique, you're, you're, you're getting strong, you're building power, you're building speed. Um, you know, you're learning new skills, you're learning how to kick, you learn how to punch. Um, you can turn it to, to true art and, um, a hobby really um, they they'd love to come in they love that they get a good sweat they get a good pump and that each class they feel themselves getting better like their jab got faster their cross got harder uh their roundhouse are smacking the bag um better and better each class so it's there's a lot of aspects to it and um i think that's what makes martial arts and, and fitness special yeah and i think you know, you you grow, don't you, as a person through doing that? Uh, absolutely, lost the weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, you know, it's anything that challenges you is it's gonna make you grow. Um, whether that's with dumbbells, um, whether that's getting through a two minute round of of boxing, kickboxing, uh, push ups, or you know, business, your career, whatever. If it's if it's gonna challenge you, it's gonna grow. And um, as a as a student, I I know that because 
I had to get better every day. I had to train and I had to go out and compete. Um, mm. And then, you know, take I had to take from my losses and my wins. I always had to take something back to bring to the mat um, to be better. And as a person, we were always working on leadership. Um, one of the biggest things I think I, I learned in karate was initiative, taking initiative, you know, having – Nobody asks you to do what you need to do. You automatically do that on your own. I think that's something that stuck with me. Um, mm. And I, I try to apply that to to everything that I do now. So, yeah, growth. You, you want to talk growth in karate and, and martial arts and fitness, it's, it's huge, especially because you're building confidence, right? Like every time you you get through something, you face a wall, you break through a wall, another level of confidence is hit. So, yeah, it's, I love it. I love the growth part of it. Yeah, it's, it, is, it is an amazing um, – uh, what do you call it? It is, it is an amazing um, – what would you call it? Cannot fitness. Um, industry to be in and to be a part of. Um, yeah. Training. And yeah. I think with that – when you when you're doing that, I suppose by being by improving yourself in that area of your life, you then kind of think about other areas that kind of um, it then leads to your business, to your work, you know, because you're pushing yourself in one area, that then leads into other areas. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So how how many people do you have in in your class? Like how many how many people do you have? A, yeah. So. A I teach two classes a week. I teach on Thursday evenings and Saturday morning. And uh, I would say my Thursday class averages about eight people per class. My Saturday can be anywhere from uh, 12 to 15 uh, a class. And personal training, I'm working with about eight eight people right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so – um, yeah, I probably, I probably work with estimate, probably 20 different people during, during the week. And, um, they're all special. They all have, um, uh, you know, a different strength, a different personality. They bring energy to the class. Um, and it's fun just having a relationship with each and every one of them. In some way, you know, they, they've taught me something in return. So, um, and hopefully it just continues continues to grow. And uh, as I get more aggressive in marketing and business, um, you know, I hope those numbers do grow and I get to meet more people and expand my gifts, my talents in, in ways that I don't even know yet. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting to see uh, the numbers grow and if I can reach more people. I think that's um, that's one of the key things with social media and the internet. One of the amazing things with the internet, isn't it? There's so many good platforms, especially LinkedIn um, and mm-hmm. Instagram and um, Facebook as well. Um, probably yeah. TikTok as well. TikTok that's up, up and coming, and you can put your content on there. Um, and you can yeah, TikTok is. I, I got to get more busy on TikTok. That's I've been so lazy on there. I think I I probably need to as well. I've I've done a few videos, but um, 
I think that's it's, it's a whole different platform to any of the others, isn't it? I think it's quite it's quite complex, but yeah, yeah. But it's got a different. Yeah, there's form. a lot. Yeah, there's a lot more moving parts to it. Um, it's more it's more of an entertainment app for sure. It's a quicker app. Like the attention span there is way quicker. Yeah, um, and it's way more laid back, and just just the media part of it of how you know you spread a message uh or you know the, there's a lot of music a lot of dancing there's things like that but uh a lot of trends like trends are happening quick on there and uh there's a there's a few i watch and i'm like oh yeah i gotta do that i gotta do that in class like have you seen that one where uh that water one where um they're over flowing a cup of water or something with like a yeah yeah, I, lo- I love that one, man. I I, I think I'm going to try to do that yeah. one. <laughs> I should try to do that one. It just get some reactions. That one is so cool. Yeah, I mean, so many different um, poss- – I think there's, we, we live in a world, don't we, where there's, like, infinite possibilities. And I yeah. think we it, – it, so it can be hard sometimes to for people to kind of pinpoint what it is they're going to put out there. Because mm-hmm. you know, there's so many options and narratives that you can go down. But it's great yeah. that we can pop those things out there, that content out there for people to see. And it's it's free, isn't it? It's organic reach. And I think that's one of the things that Gary V often talks about, like, you know, it's organic yeah, traffic. organic reach. Yep. Cause uh it's a sweet spot, it's a sweet it's a sweet time of a platform when you can reach so many people. Um faster you know without mm-hmm. an ad or collaborations or things like that um linkedin like ha- have you been busy on linkedin too i've i've recently just been setting all that, that up in the past couple of weeks so the past month nice. or so i've spending a lot more time on it i'm kind of trying to go on it every day you know every day put mm-hmm. something out there or or get engaged in a conversation or whatever yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, I've been I've been really busy on LinkedIn too, and um, it's way easier to connect on LinkedIn than it is Instagram now. Like, I have way more connections on LinkedIn than I do Instagram. Like Instagram, I have like thirteen hundred or something followers, or that I'm I'm following. But on LinkedIn, I'm in I'm already close to like four thousand people that I'm connected to. And I've, you know, yeah, and that's been in the last, um, I don't know, when did I get really serious about LinkedIn? It hasn't even been a year. I know that. Uh, And the organic reach is way better, but I have seen it start to decline, honestly. But the organic reach is better. Um, Like the views that I can get on LinkedIn, I'm not, I'm certainly not getting on, on Instagram, but Mm. um, uh, another thing I know is too, like, videos don't really for some reason at least my videos maybe something i gotta do i gotta tweak but they don't get as much views on linkedin but when i put like a picture or a regular post or just a word post or something like that those have been doing well and then uh versus instagram i think videos always speak to people just because that's the nature of that platform there yeah so yeah it's fun it's fun it's fun learning these things and trying tasting testing things and it's 
you know, you learn a lot from it, don't you? I think, and I think it's it's good just to put content out there and just to, just to put it yeah. out there. Um, yep, yep. I saw one of these videos recently, and he, I don't know if you saw it, and he mentioned like um, people aren't putting content out there because mm-hmm. they're worried about how many likes they're going to get. And he said, right, right, putting, yeah. Con- even they're putting content out there; they're getting five likes or forty-nine likes. And then yeah. removing the content, and he said yeah. there were women yeah. out there who, you know, they they're passionate about their thing, mm-hmm. but they would get they get more recognition for posting a picture of themselves in underwear or like having right, right, you know, certain right. certain pictures. That's getting more of a response, and I think you know, like the likes and all of that. I mean, it is very hard to not look at the likes and to focus on that but mm-hmm. you just people should just post things anyway post it right if that's what they love and that's what they think is good mm-hmm. think about that mm-hmm. yeah because it's um because it's 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 like you can get you know 100 likes on this picture but you post you know you post that picture that you think nobody likes but it's gonna it's gonna uh penetrate somebody's belief of you or it's gonna hit that one person that needed to see that view like that's all that really matters is that that person that needed to see that post saw that post you know what i mean so even if it's that it's two people that saw it two people that liked it if those are two people that got something from it it's it's worth it right and then versus like it could be a hundred people that saw it but they didn't get anything from it you know you know, it's, it's, it's still, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how much meaning it has to it, but um, yeah. And, and the more you post, the more creative you get, the more you get into the the habit and you get the twitch and the muscle mm-hmm. to just keep doing it over and over and over. And over, and over. So, um, so yeah, I love been- Gary V. I love his teachings. I think he's the best business teacher ever, um, especially with the internet and where the world is today in business and marketing social media i think he just he has the the right message and he says it in such a way that i think everybody can understand so and uh, and that's how we're even connected right is through gary v um and through his team um yeah just the the power of the internet and being you know using it how it's supposed to be used socially uh, we're on this podcast today so yeah i mean that's that's kind of how we connected on that post. I think he did a post um, talking about like the old fashioned way of putting your content on there and how you want to help mm-hmm. and connecting with other people, like a board post. And I, yeah. I've had so many connections from that. Um, I've had, a, I think I've had two or three people on the podcast who I met from that as well. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it's something that, people should engage with more, you know? Um, yeah. And just take that leap. I mean, it is a scary leap into the unknown, but if yeah. you don't make that leap, you don't get those results. Um, yeah. And having the regret of not trying as far away. Exactly. Exactly. What, what, what else do you think? How do you, why do you think people don't, don't post? What is, what's some reasons, other reasons besides not likes that you think? Why? What? Why people don't post? So. Yeah. 
I I think people don't don't post because that they they worry that it won't be good enough. Mm-hmm. They worry what other people might think. Right, right. Or they have put things on there in the past and not got much recognition for it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because I think the society and the world we live in, we kind of thrive on instant gratification and people right. want things now. And, you know, you might put content on there, you might not get much response, but there's a whole kind of science to it because I think you've got to engage with other people's uh, content, then you get more recognized. But I think a lot of people, yeah, they, they have limited beliefs. So they can almost talk themselves out of posting something even before they've tried. Right. And put things off. Or people can say, I'll do it tomorrow. And I, I, I'm mm-hmm. guilty with, with the podcast. I kind of, months back, I wanted to do this podcast. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I, I just kept putting it off because I was, you know, afraid. You know, what, what are people going to think? Hmm. And that's that's wow. dangerous, you know. It's dangerous for to to think that. Yeah. What what episode of the podcast is this? Wait, what this is this is uh, number eight. I nice. I did. Dude, uh, that's so crazy. Number eight is my favorite. <laughs> Sorry. That's like yeah, I, that's my number. Um, because I was yeah. born on November eighth, eighth, and um, I love that number. Even I always thought it was cool that it was connected to Kobe Bryant too. Number oh, wow. eight. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's pretty cool. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's almost fate in some way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that really is. And I mean, congrats on doing your podcast because I know for me, I want to start a podcast and I haven't. That's something else I've been lagging on, and I know I should do it, especially because Gary V said, you know, everybody should be having a podcast. So. Yeah, I mean, I. No, no, you're welcome. And, you know, it's great to have you on it. Because I, I, I was watching I was watching Joe Rogan. You know Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, he on one of his episodes, they they looked at how many podcasts are online, like out there. Mm. And he said 900,000. 900,000? 900, 900,000 active podcasts at this moment in time. Man, and he was like saying that you know in some locations and some states in America, there's a million people. You think like it's crazy, right? But I think it gives you the freedom and to talk about whatever you wish to talk about. It's not censored. Um, yeah. I think it's I think it's important to connect with other people and see how other people think and. Get to know about them. You kind of exactly. You kind of grow. You know, it's like yeah. It's like you and your job and what you do. Like you connect with all these different people. Yep, yep, yep. And, and you really think about it, like how amazing it is because you're in London, right? London. I'm. Um, I'm from. I'm from Nottingham originally, like Robin Hood. Okay, um, but I, I, I'm living in Cornwall, which is a bit like you know, the okay. coastal coastal part of England. Got it, got it, got it. I never been, I've never been to England, by the way. I need to, I need to visit. I need to get to Europe. 
Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so you're you're over there in Europe, and, um, in England, and I'm here in California, the United States, um, just outside of San Francisco. And, um, what a you know, that's that's, and we're we're on, we're creating in this audio, and we're being our own our own broadcast, we're being our own radio personalities. Uh, yeah, and, you know, you think back like 15, 20 years ago. Um, that wasn't happening really, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you didn't do that on your phone. You didn't have that kind of access. Uh, everything was controlled by um, the big media companies and the, the big radio stations. But now we all have our own phone and we have an app and we have our voice and we push a button. And that's, that's, that's pretty, it's, it's mind boggling in a way because you know, there's really no shortage of opportunity, I would say. Yeah, no, completely. It is, is pretty fascinating when you think of it like that. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I remember when I was in school, probably same with you, like, um, I remember I had a phone, it was a flip flip phone, Motorola phone, with mm-hmm. a cool flip phone. It had Bluetooth, it had like a 1.5 megapixel camera. There wasn't any, like, I think Facebook was very early when I was at school. Um, mm-hmm. I used to always go on MSN Messenger, and that was it. Um, mm. And there was MySpace and Bebo, very, like, basic kind of social sites. Um, whereas now it's kind of blown out of, you know, it's blown out of the air. And yeah. there's Instagram, TikTok. And, you know, we've got these smartphones that allow us to do so many things it's unreal and i i've got a laptop um and it's like an old macbook and i think Mm -hmm. from i mean it works it does the job but it it's from 2009 um 2010 i think at times my phone is faster than (laughs) this laptop i believe it it just shows you how how far we've come and yeah i think it can only get you know more faster and better right but that but the bit you know this technology allows us to do things like this and i think with you know there are endless opportunities now it's it's up to you to you know make a choice and just do it exactly exactly yeah this is also my first podcast i've ever been on by the way so I've never been on one. Um, but yeah, I, I remember um, when I said I was going to start posting more content. This is like, uh, I'm going to say December 2018. I remember just, I remember I was sitting down. No, no, this is January. I was sitting down. Um, January 2019. I was sitting down in my living room and then I I looked at uh, a a, a, a a talk that Gary was doing. Um, I don't remember where he was at, but it was like an hour long talk and it was about how to brand yourself in 2019. And, you know, he preached everything, you know, post more content, post more content, post more content, you know, do this, do that. Um, this is before even the, the, the TikTok talk. And I, I think even before he's talking about LinkedIn really. And then, uh, and then I read an article. It was like nine strategies, to brand yourself and I remember I wrote it down I took I took some notes and I posted it on a cardboard so I can see it all the time 
um, when I'm when I'm walking in, walking through the house or when I need a quick note of what I need to be doing every day. And I remember, I remember that day for it. I've I've been hard on it, posting four, five, six times a day. Sometimes I get up to twelve times a day that I post um, because I want to I want to build that muscle. I want to you know I want to practice what I preach and what I believe in, and I want to lead by example as best as I can. So. Um, I'm always posting kickboxing content, personal training content, or something funny, or you know something positive. Um, and lately, what I what I've been doing, um, have you heard of Calvin and Hobbes? You know who Calvin and Hobbes is. Who's that? Calvin Hobbes. It's it's a it's a comic from uh, the the mid 1980s to the mid 1990s. Um, no, I've never. It's heard. like a Charlie Brown kind of humor, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are my favorite comics, uh, uh, Calvin and Hobbes. I, it's, it brings me back to when I was in sixth grade middle school, and I would read that book all the time. But um, what I've been doing is I've been taking that artwork. It's a tiger and a, and a little boy, a little six-year-old boy. You'll see it on my Instagram. Yeah. And then I just kind of – I kind of just reword it. I put my own words into the picture. I create a story out of that picture to – to fit my brand or my message, whether it's kickboxing or it's my poems, or um, it's just something that mentally that I'm working on. Like I did one about insecurities today. Uh, yesterday I talked about one about happiness. Um, a few days ago I did one that was uh, connected to my poems, and it's fun when you really start posting more because you can just you get faster at things and you you build. Um, you, it's like building music. It's like creating a song, right? Like the, sometimes the ugly song is going to lead you to the number one hit. It's going to lead you to a, the the song that the world loves, or it's going to lead you to the song that has the message that needed to be heard. And that's what I noticed about posting more is that, like, sometimes I write a post. I'm like, I don't know really how this is going to be anymore, or or you know exactly what it's doing at that moment, but I do it anyway, right? Mm-hmm. I put it out anyway. I make sure that it's adding value in some kind of way, whether it's entertaining or it's educating uh, or it's, it's bringing some kind of hope or something. Like I always make sure it's focusing on those things when I post. So, and the more I do it, um, you know, the more I figure out how to tweak things and how to angle things and how to come at things from a, a different different angle so um yeah i've been hardcore posting and especially with uh training i think just just from being on instagram a lot i think uh you don't really see a lot of well it, i i guess i would know it's because i pay attention to it a lot but there's not like a lot of kickboxing kind of workout videos that i see that i'm doing which is which is good because it's bringing a different art form or a different, um, or a different, uh, what should I say? It's just bringing something new to people to see. So different narrative. Or... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it's all about and what you're doing, you know, it's, um, posting content that you love and you're putting it out there for a good reason. And you're putting yeah. it out there to people that are going to benefit from it. You're not 
putting content out there for your own like, needs, you're putting out there to help people. There's yeah, like a reason um, and a fuel behind you doing that. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's that's what's big. Like every post has to bring value. Every post has to bring value. That's what I always think every time before I hit that that submit done button. Is this post bringing value? Is it educating? Is it entertaining? Like that's what that's what always goes through my mind. I can't think about myself so much, right? Like I can sit there and post selfies. I can sit there and post pictures of my messes all day. But you know, what is it doing for the person that's looking at this? You know? and, and being authentic at the same time, right? That's the only way to be is authentic. So, mm. yeah. No, that's great. And I think it's really, I think it's really good what you're doing. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate uh, it. Um, I think. It can only grow. I appreciate it. No, no, you're welcome, man. It, it can only grow and it can only connect and reach your, you know, other people. And you know, I'll, I'll, I'll share your content and I'll put it out there. Oh, thanks, thank, thank, thank you. But like, I think if you if you love what you do, it, it's kind of it becomes easy. You know, you don't really think about it. Um, it flows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like, you you know, even Gary says document, don't create, right? Meaning don't overthink. Don't, I think you have to come up with just talk about you know, what's going on right now. You know, what did you do today? Why are you doing the podcast? Why are you doing kickboxing? Why? Mm. Why do you wake up at four in the morning and train, and you go from four to five to six to seven and train people? What is that story of that person? And what's the results? And what are you doing after training? And why? Do, why are you doing poems? Right? Like that's that's the things. If you keep documenting, like you're never going to run out of content. You're never going to run out of ideas because you're living life <laughs> you're in motion you know mm-hmm. so if you're in motion something's always going to be happening there's always something to talk about so yeah there's never there's never um there's never like not something not happening is there right exactly exactly do you um do you have like role model? Do you have any role models or mentors? Uh, other than oh yeah, who you like follow or? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, that's a good question. Um, growing up in karate, um, some people I looked up to, um, are my karate instructors, who I still see every day, um, who've seen me grow up, and I've also seen them grow up. Um, like one of them is Roland. He's the owner of the karate school. I knew him before he had four kids, before he was married. Um, that's the guy I really look up to. And then his brother, Sean. Sean's like somebody who's really close to me in my life. We've traveled together in tournaments. He's, he's the one that's really – he's my personal trainer really growing up. And I've seen how it's important to have a coach and somebody pushing you and, um, you know, finding your weak spots and pushing you out of your comfort zone. Um so, yeah, I've always looked at those guys. And then um, 
my mom, I love my mom. My mom is, she's super sweet. She's like, I can, I, I, a lot of, like every day I think about my mom, I'm like, oh my God, this lady is just the sweetest person in my life. And she's somebody I, who I endure and admire. And I give a lot of respect to my dad for how he, he, he raised me and my brother and he stepped into our lives. And I mean, we'll say that for another time, but yeah, yeah. Uh, long story short, he's like a stepdad, but he, he took mm-hmm. the role of the father. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. hard. That's yeah. super hard. Yeah. So, um, and then, uh, Gary V I'm listening to Gary V every day, whether I'm listening to him or reading something mm-hmm. or I'm, I, 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 I'm I'm watching him on Instagram. I'm always getting something Gary V. And uh but I, I you know like these days I really like I used to do a lot of reading, like a, a lot. I used to do like a, read a lot of leadership books, things like that. Um be into a lot of audios, but I kinda I kinda just I cut a lot of that out and I, I just I feel like my mentorship is just being more into action. Mm. Because Everything that already has been said, you know, everything, everything that we need to know as far as leadership or communication or growth, I believe it's already been said, you know, everybody's just saying it in their own way. Yeah. And I yeah. think you gravitate to what you like. Like I, I can listen to Gary Vee and be happy the rest of my life just because I, I feel like he nailed it in such a simple way for me. But um, yeah, I, I really believe my mentorship now is just being super active, learning. Uh, if I mess up, learn from that as, as best as I can. You know, take the next action. That's my mentorship, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then go back to Gary because, like, all right, I need to learn. I need to learn how to do this next part. I need to learn what I'm missing, or you know, maybe maybe I do need to hear about some happiness or some some confidence thing or whatever it might be. Like he he has it all, right? So that that's how I mentorship today no that's great yeah and it's, it's good that you've not just got one set mentor or role model you know you've got many mm. yeah 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 I, yeah i think what about you me i i started um i think role models for me and mentors i i got into a guy called alan watts Mm-hmm. You heard of Alan Watts. Alan Watts. Um, did he do like a? He he did like a. He's not like a recent guy, is he? He's more. Of, I think I heard his name before. He uh, mistaken. He, he was a philosopher, like during I think the sixties or the seventies. Uh, right, right, yeah, yeah. I heard one. I heard one of his uh, like a cool audio is about uh, his lectures. Yeah, it was one like it was like a school one. It was like how school can can be like everybody in the same classroom and like, you know, that's not the best way because this person wants to be, you know, a, a rocket scientist and this person wants to be a dancer, but we're all teaching them the same, the same, same um, yeah, the same, you know, process of learning. I, I, I can't remember. It was a good one though. I was like, oh man. This- yeah. He's, he's really deep. He's very, very spiritual. He's a bit of a yogi kind of guy when he was alive. But I yeah. think the content he was putting out there as a philosopher, he, I think he, I don't, 
I don't know what his actual title was, but he was a philosopher and he used to teach that in um, lectures in universities. And a lot of people didn't take him seriously at the time mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he was ahead of his years. And the things he was talking about is happening now. And people understand yeah. it a lot more now than they did back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, Especially I, talking about education like that in the 60s. Man, that must have took people for a loop. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he ended up becoming an alcoholic because... Is that right? Yeah. He he, he just... People didn't take him serious. Mm. Um, so I kind of got into his content at a young age. And then I... I got into um, Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort, uh-huh. the Wall Street guy. Okay. I, I, the, the movie, the actual guy who DiCaprio plays. He oh, Wolf, a, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. He he does all these business talks and um, talking about confidence, and sales. Mm. I was like, oh my god, this guy is like amazing. Great movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy film <laughs> um so i got into him and then i from him i then went to tony robbins mm-hmm. so i listened to a lot of tony robbins watching a lot of his content nice. um cool tony robbins to gary v and um simon have you seen have you seen any of those guys live or gary or Jory? I, 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 it would be a dream to see those kind of people live i mean <laughs> I, I did look at tickets, uh, basic tickets to see Gary V in London. I think they're about eighty pounds, mm-hmm. which is probably. I have no idea how much that is compared. To, I have to Google it. Eighty pounds and dollars is what? It's like about ninety dollars. I don't know what the exchange okay. rate is at the minute. But um, but the, but the 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 tickets where you can go and see them in person and have a chat with them, they're like four grand. Three thousand pounds. Whoa! Some in some of these events, I've looked at them and it's like so they have like gold option, and it's like talking a couple of thousand pounds. Wow! But um, one day, yeah, um, yeah, I I think I think those model those those are my role models, and um, you know my mom, my, you know members of my family. I've always had that support. My mum's always kind of like never said to me, this is what you're doing and this is what I want you to do, you know, in life. Mm. Kind of like, you know, as long as you're happy in what you're doing, then you do that. I mean, that's of. awesome. That is, that's awesome. Because I think, and she's always supported me in what I've, you know, done. And I think that's, I mean, there's all different ways of parenting. I'm not a parent myself, but I think, it's important to allow your kid to do what it is that they want to do. Yeah. Because I think yeah. sometimes, you know, I'm sure parents are unaware of it at times because they're probably just doing what their parents did to them. But some exactly. Yeah. can want their kid to be a lawyer, you know, yeah. to go into a certain direction. They want them to go to a certain mm-hmm. university. Yeah. That's that's real. That is real. And I think that's what I hear a lot on these Gary V videos. A lot of young people and they're saying, oh, but the mom wants me to do this or Yeah. And he's like he's like, just live your live live your effing life, man. Like, he's like, just do it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like how he says it's like it's like look, it's better 
to have two off years with your parents and have an argument and a fight now than for you to live a fake life to please them. And then you resent them when you're 56 years old, mm-hmm. you know, let them, you know, have these bad, tough fighting moments for two years versus, you know, decades. And that, that's a great way to look at it. Cause they're going to be there. Your parents are going to love you in the end, no matter what they're going to be happy for you in the end, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that happened with me. Honestly, when I decided um, I didn't want to do college no more, like they were kind of bummed out about it. But, like they don't even trip about it. They don't even bring it up. It, they're like, "Man, I'm proud of you." Mm. You know, versus like I could have went to school. I could have been in debt. I don't know. I, I don't know what career I would have pursued um, with whatever degree I was gonna settle on, but. But yeah, like I, I love the process of what I'm doing. Waking up, training, um, doing eBay, flipping sports cards, writing poems, and uh, you know I don't have everything figured out. No way, not yet. Of course not. I'm still figuring things out. But I'm happy that that I'm moving and that I'm I'm doing what I do love, which is training and kickboxing and fitness and you know. And just setting setting these short term goals to hit and having a bigger picture of what I want to do. So, mm. yeah, no, that's great, and I think it's really motivating and, and motivating and inspiring. You know, hearing about you know your life and how you think and what you do, um, mm-hmm. and I think. You know, it helps other people think about their lives and things that they're doing, and that because you, you know, you're doing what you're doing, I'm doing what I'm doing. People, yeah, think, oh, yeah, I can do that as well. Yeah, man. Like we're in our twenties, and we, I, I'm sure it's the same in in in, in England as it is here. Like people in their twenties, they they rush and they think um, they're behind. And they have to impress people and they have to have certain things figured out. And uh, it's relieving to know that you don't have to have everything figured out and you, it's okay to be patient and never compare yourself to people because you don't know what they got going on in their life. You don't know, you know, how they exactly got what they got or, you know, what they're going through at that moment. You really do have to focus on yourself. Like you seriously, you have to, know what your next step is and why you're doing what you want because that's all that matters. You can't, you can't live another person's life. You can only really live what you're doing. So mm. it's, it's super relieving, super relieving to to know that you can be 25 impatient and not have everything, have everything figured out or you're 25 and you're beginning and you're in the process. You're on episode eight. Man, that's, that's, that's incredible. Like, I wonder what episode 108 is going to be like you know what i mean um <laughs> yeah like that's that's pretty cool and like me like i don't have my own gym yet um i don't have 200 students 300 students but i got 20 i work at 20 i work at 25 yeah um you know i'm i'm, I'm doing something every day that's a start and i i think that's beautiful but that's that's what it's all about isn't it um yeah it's, it's that process and it's enjoying that grind um yeah 
I don't mean grind in the sense that it's grinding you down. I mean the fact that you know it's a gr- like it work. It's a grind. It's the it's mm-hmm. the engine going. It's it's the cogs you know working, getting you to to where you know you want to be. And it's exactly it's loving that process. And I think that I mean that's something I've been talking about quite a lot recently and learning myself is learning that is loving the process uh, mm. i've i've kind of you know learned been learning to you know be more patient um and realize that you know things take time yeah i think that's something that is not taught to us that is not something that is preached to us it's all no results results end goal yeah marks especially i think through education i think yeah and it's always what you're doing next what you're doing next yeah 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 and we 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 go out into the world and we have to learn this ourselves that you know it's we've got to take a step back have a new perspective Mm. um and actually enjoy the journey yeah because you know, I think if you if you're so focused on on the the end goal and you're not enjoying the now, you, you know it, it causes stress. I think you put pressure on yourself because you're just so focused on that that finish line. Mm. Yeah, in that pressure, like I feel it's good to have pressure, but sometimes it can be easy to put unnecessary pressure on you, uh, on yourself. Mm. And that's easy to do. Um, thinking negatively or not even thinking from a, a point of view of, of gratitude, I think, or just beating yourself up too much. I think that's, that's like unnecessary pressure. Mm. Um, that's not even that you created that we can create on ourselves, you know? Um, Versus like just having the pressure because you're in the grind and the pressure of just hello hello Jason you still um, hear me sorry can you hear yeah. Me? yeah yeah just broke up then oh, okay wait did you. Did you hear the part where I was talking about Warrior fans? Did you hear that part? No, no, no. It just it just uh, <laughs> broke up for a sec. Yeah, so yeah, so like yeah, so the, the pressure, I think it's healthy pressure is like, you know, wanting to win and you know um playing the game. Of course there's gonna be pressure. Um but mm-hmm. when you start beating yourself up, being negative, uh I think that's unhealthy. And like, mm-hmm. like I love the Warriors. I love I love the pressure the Warriors had of of winning um, with Kevin Durant. With Kevin Durant, they just came off that that seventy three and nine season. They were going to be the best record ever in the NBA, and then they lost to the Cavs. But the next year, like there was a certain mindset that they had. They were clear minded, and you like they knew they had the goal at hand to go win, but the angle that they took the pressure like of just 
going out and just playing ball. I think it's mm-hmm. I think that was a healthy kind of way to do it. Maybe they maybe they lost to the Cavs because maybe they put that that pressure on them that they had to be better than the Bulls. I don't know. Um, Is this baseball? Do you watch basketball at all? Is by the way, basketball. Yeah. Um, basketball was this. Huh? Is it about basketball or baseball? I'm sorry. Uh, basketball. Basketball. I watch it. Um, I've got an app on my phone where I can watch like American channels, and I do watch it mm-hmm. um, sometimes. But I think they're just yeah. uh, they're, they're repeats. But um, yeah, I, I watched it when I was Before. in America. I went to uh, I went to New York, my friend, uh, last year, and um, yeah, we went to the sports bar. And they had like twenty TV screens, and they had like UFC. They had basketball. Um, so yeah, I watched it. I remember watching basketball in this bar. and got really into it. But um, that's awesome. But you guys in America, like, take yeah, we, like, we love basketball. Level. Like, uh, they have, it, I think it was a college team. They had college basketball teams or something. And I was like, college basketball. I was like, what is this? <laughs> Yeah, and there was, there, college think, basketball is a big market. I think they said yeah. it's bigger than like the actual basketball or something. Like some of these college basketball teams are like massive. Yeah, they there's teams down here that have um, a huge fan base, and it's almost like when you go play for this school as a player, and you're good at that school, you're almost you're all, you almost know you're going to be in the professional league. You almost know you're going to get drafted to go be a professional basketball player, like Duke. Or North Carolina, mm. um, those guys. like the um, I don't know if you heard the buzz about a guy named Zion Williamson. He was he was playing at Duke, and like his hype, his hype. I'm, you know, LeBron James is right. Yeah, 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 LeBron James. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So his his hype as a college player before he even made the league was the same kind of hype that I remember back in two thousand and three when LeBron James was in high school. Like, it was the same kind of buzz, the same kind of attention. Um, and that's the first athlete we've seen like that in a while in in college. So, but you guys, you guys are big into football, right? Soccer? We call it soccer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys, you guys are big into football, football right? like British, or you, you call it soccer, but like, yeah, soccer um, here is massive. Right, like, right. Me, my, my dad is, um, my dad is from Liverpool. Oh, yeah. You guys got a team, right? Liverpool is like, one of the top teams out there, right? Yeah, we're doing we're doing okay at the minute, and the, and the manager's a good good manager. He's a nice guy. Um, nice. I say that like I met him. I haven't met. Him. Um, <laughs> he's he, he's, uh, he's 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 a really positive guy, and you can tell he loves the team. And you know, he's he's not in it just for the money. You know, he, you can tell he loves the team and the place. Yeah, um, and I think that's what the fans can see, and I think that's what's important because, yeah, um, you know, Liverpool are very passionate people. They're very passionate yeah. about football, as well as you know a lot of other places in the country. But um, yeah, there's a lot of history there. Um, you know, especially with the Hillsborough disaster. I have no idea what that is, but man, it must have not been good. They they played uh, Nottingham Forest, where I'm from, the team mm-hmm. many years ago, and they. Up in Google after this, the Hillsborough disaster, or Anfield, mm-hmm. it will come up, 
and basically uh, the, the police let in lots and lots of fans into into the uh, stadium. Yeah. Back then, um, they had these big, big metal gates. Yeah. And the gates fell down and they, they crushed people and people were just trampled and killed because oh, everything was forward. Like, I think um, about 90, 90 plus, I think, people died. Jeez Louise. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people died. I hope, I hope I've got that right. I hope I've got that wrong. Um, but yeah, but that's but great. That's, and and the very yeah, it's 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 a very sore raw spot. Yeah, even now, you know, years on. But but football is is a massive thing, and you know, like there's lots of these hooligan movies that kind of stereotype, you know, football. Uh, no man like I'll be honest probably in my lifetime I probably watched maybe 10 hours of football maybe but that's because I didn't understand it when I was younger but when I do watch it when I see it now just from being more athletic understanding sports more man it's a great sport Um, and the atmosphere the, the heart and passion fans have for their team is like no other. Um, like I know, if, I know uh, a few Real Madrid fans, and watching Cristiano Ronaldo play, I'm like, man, this guy's awesome. Um, and a lot of these players, I mean, they're awesome. Um, and th- the creativity, the setup of scoring and playing defense, I think it's 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 awesome. It's a good sport. Um, are, you, are, you, are, are you guys into sports cards over there too with soccer at all? We have a thing um, every year. Whenever there's um, a World Cup on, uh-huh. uh, I mean, back in the day when I was when I was like you know ten, twelve, thirteen, they released these uh, sticker packs, and they'd be cards and sticker packs, and then yeah. brands are called Panini. Panini. Yeah, yeah, Panini. Yeah, I got some of those. Yeah, um, they they would release these books, and I remember collecting them. I think it was two thousand and two thousand and six or two thousand five. Oh. And you'd you'd buy the packs, and there'd be sticker packs, the players and the cups, and there'd be shiny ones. And you put them in your sticker book, um, and they had card versions, which I collected back then. I don't have any any of them anymore. Hmm. But um, each each uh, year when there's a World Cup on. Or a big tournament on they they'll release like you know these magazines and books, but um, and so the market really picks up for those then, huh? Oh, it's crazy! It's crazy. Like my my friend's more into that than me, but yeah. um, he messaged me and he was like, "Oh, you, you need to buy the sticker book. You need to buy it. Have you bought one yet?" So I I ended up buying one and getting loads of packs. Man, I gotta I gotta chat with you and. <laughs> When the next World Cup happens, what is, what is that? That's is that in two years, twenty Because so. it's every four years, right? So yeah, I think it's in a couple of years. I mean, twenty twenty two. Yeah, ho- hopefully, if this this coronavirus doesn't wipe out all the uh, football teams, <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously, jeez Louise, man. But yeah, um, because. I've been doing sports cards and um, 
basketball is huge in sports cards. Like LeBron James card went from twelve hundred in September to six thousand dollars now. So I don't know how many pounds that is, but that's a lot of pounds in the last few months. And then uh like for me, I have a player named Trey Young. I bought his cards at fifty fifty bucks, fifty dollars each, and now they're at hundred and fifty dollars each from uh September. And soccer, I have a friend that I follow uh, and learn from his name. His is his name's Adam too. Um he runs a yeah. Instagram page called uh Heroes for Sale. And oh, nice. um yeah and he talks about soccer a lot. He's into soccer football and um I'm like man I need to get some cards because he's like it's so soccer is the biggest sport in the world but this the card and um the market attention on sports cards is it's almost insulting of how it's not even paid attention to. Um, and like the, a lot of cards are, are cheap to get that you can get some really good players because the attention over here in America isn't paying attention to football. But mm-hmm. once like world soccer, once the world cup hits, you know, the whole world's paying attention at that point, especially, especially here in the States. So it's like yeah. it's soccer cards now. Um, when that, attention comes back to it those cards are going to be double triple quadruple the price um and I, there's a player that people really that, that i've been seeing people get his name is uh Mbip, mbappe he's plays for the french team you yeah. know what i'm talking about uh, uh, I'm uh, yeah like this like his he i hear he's like one of the guys there he's just he's really doing really well um and i've seen in some of his stats i was like yeah he's scoring a lot of goals but yeah, they're buying his cards. I would say like at a hundred a piece or something, hundred hundred twenty a piece, yes. and that's the, I, I consider that cheap, um, just because he's doing really, really, really well, and that that like that was like a basketball player doing what he's doing. Yeah, that card would be way more. So yeah, I, it's interesting. I think that kind of uh, there are people in this country who do a lot of you know who collect those kind yeah. of cards and things they are, they are yeah. out there but I think mainstream wise I think they're bigger they are bigger in America I think that yeah yeah. yeah I, I remember going to Canada years ago I was like a teenager mm-hmm. I was like well, probably, probably about 12 or 13 and um, I remember seeing a vending machine right and yeah. this vending machine had baseball cards in it had football wow. cards in and I was like, "How? Why? How?" <laughs> and I had, I had like, it had Pokemon cards in it. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Yeah, you know Pokemon cards. Man, uh, when we were when we were kids, Pokemon was big. First grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, and those same cards now, people are paying pretty good money for them, and it's crazy. Like as a kid, I didn't think that would happen. You know, they're That's just nice. cards. That's my biggest regret in life is uh, giving money away. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm like hunting for that. I'm like, I, I'm trying to bargain little kids that I see. Like, hey, you got some Pokemon cards? Like, man, it's yeah, it's big. Yeah, I, I had loads. I had all the legendary birds. I had shiny. Man, the first edition. I probably have like you had those. Oh, dude. Yeah, all of them. Every single one. Man. You had some I good go, cards. I'd go to car boot sales, like you call them garage sales, but I used to go to uh, car boot sales. So in this country, 
there's like a plot of like land and people get bring out tables and they bring, you know they bring things to sell like garage sale uh-huh yeah 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 but we call them car boots and i remember buying pokemon cards for like four pounds you know wow um but like there were loads of things that flown up you know um yeah because the nostalgia man nostalgia you know I think what one of the things that I collect, I I, I like to collect like PlayStation Two games. Uh huh. And um, I've got like a PlayStation Two, and I don't know, like I just think I just I kind of think like you know one day they might become worth a lot. Yeah, because, I mean they could. Yeah, because you know it's, it's going to become more ancient. There you go. So supply and demand. Yeah, but um, it, it's good to have things like you know on the side that you like to do and enjoy, like collections and yeah, yeah, uh, side flips like eBay and stuff. Like I, I've got into that recently. Um, yeah, we, that's awesome. You, you have, I think you have thrift shops or something like that in America, don't you? We have things in England called charity shops. Uh huh. So it's yeah. like Oxfam, British Heart Foundation. These charity companies will have shops that you can give away your stuff, and then nice. they and then they you know you buy it, and the money is meant to go to charity. Mm. Uh, but but half the time, people just took away stuff, and they're selling designer clothes, bags, vintage items, like you name it. Um, At these stores. That's what yeah. they're selling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, a lot of these charity shops now—they're kind of—they're clicking on, clicking in onto the price of things. So that I can tell that when I look at like I know Ralph Lauren top in there, sometimes it's like fifteen pounds. Ah, so the prices are. And I'm kinda... like, yeah, I'm like, these guys have checked eBay to see how much this. Yeah. Is <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Where sometimes you get a bargain and you can buy something for like five, five pounds or five dollars, and yeah. it's worth way more than that. Yeah, but it's luck, really. Yeah, I used to laugh at people for going to these kind of places to buy clothes, but I go there, I go there quite a lot to see what clothes they're in there. And yeah, man, yeah, like <laughs> there's good stuff in there. <laughs> really good stuff. Do you have, is it like thrift shops in America? Yeah, yeah we call them thrift shops. Um, we do have um, even charity shops, you can call it. We, we have one called the Salvation Army down here. Yeah, that's um, it as well. Yeah. Yeah, those are all over. And um, you can really go in and find like a vintage shirt. You can find a nice jacket. Um, like, like, especially like you find like a '90s, a company called Starters, like a Starters jacket. Oh wow, man, yeah, those those are vintage, and people will pay, they'll pay a hundred for those. Yeah, the there's a shop in uh, there's a there's a town called Falmouth here in Cornwall, uh-huh. and there's a lot of uh, shops that sell vintage clothing. And there's a uh, a shop I went into, and they sell a lot of clothes that are imported from America. Yeah, they've got like I mean I've never heard of them, but there are like college varsity jackets, um, you know like college college jumpers. 
Wow. Um, oh, I don't know. Like, what's that famous university in America? Um, we got Yale, we got Harvard. Got, yeah, Harvard. Uh, yeah, Harvard and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Harvard on it on these jumpers and stuff. They sold those. Wow. And I found a uh, vintage champion hoodie. Nice. And um, so it was a Harvard vintage champion hoodie. No, no, no. Sorry, um, I, I found there were Harvard and Yale jumpers. Oh, I see there. what you're saying. Got it, but got it, got I, it. I found a, a champion hoodie. Yeah, like, you know what's weird about champion? Um, champ champion is now a thing here. It's actually a part of fashion now. Like it's, oh, wow. I don't know how it is in England, but yeah, champion means you're wearing something. Not as equivalent to Reebok or Adidas, but it's close right yeah. now. <laughs> it's crazy because it was it wasn't like that when we were younger. It was like it was like a brand you would get at a you know you could just pick up easy um, and not worry about the price really. It's pretty expensive now. I've seen some of them on the yeah, quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's crazy how times change. It, yeah, it's a trip. It really is. Yep. But yeah, um, what time is it? I gotta get ready to to head yeah. over um, prep yeah, for yeah. for some sessions. But yeah, yeah, of um, man, this is awesome. This is awesome. No, no, is there anything you want me to take away from this, and that I can that I can do for you? What's that? Is there anything you, that I can do for you and take away from from today's podcast that? You know, you you want me to see the share or just mentally, yeah. or that I can that I can take from my own my own doing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, you know, share share that share the content. I'll share your content, and uh, mm-hmm. just you know, like if you got if you got any like thing you like to say, or um, you know, there's like a quote or like anything you want to put out there to people like yeah follow your page and yeah i'll say this um well because i'm in fitness and kickboxing uh, exercise is awesome take care of your body uh it would do a lot of good for you whether you like to bike you like to swim hike run climb rocks um jog sprint take care of your body um and do what you love don't worry about what people are going to think, any of that. Um, like myself, I really embody that more. Like I really don't care what others think. And I'm I'm loving my journey. And Adam, I'm super excited to see your journey. And this is awesome, man. Um, I hope to start my podcast. This really inspired me. And, uh, and uh, yeah, man, I want to, I want to, I want to see you grow and, um, here are your hundredth episode goes. So. Yeah, <laughs> going, yeah. No, I really, really appreciate what you what you just said, and it means a lot. And I'm very grateful and humbled to have met you and to have you on here. And um, I look forward to hearing you on your podcast and uh, seeing more of your content. And really appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Adam. No, no, thank you. Thank you. All right, man. Talk soon. All right. 